Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And I'm joined by cricket commentator Garth Galloway to talk all things Black Caps, all things World Cup. Garth, thanks for joining me. Good evening. How are you? I'm great, thanks, Frankie. I'm at uh, at my son's leavers dinner from school. The last one has left school. Hallelujah. Oh, brilliant. That's what we like to hear. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's a good day so far. How much are you looking forward to this match tonight? Oh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Um, and I've been so impressed with New Zealand, really. I, you know, um, that, that game against Australia, Frankie, which no doubt you've talked about on the programme and so on, it was quite incredible. I think one of the best T20 performances I've seen, in fact, best white ball performances I've seen by a New Zealand side. It was so comprehensive. And when you look at how they went into that game, you know, Australia had the wood over them uh, for so long, and particularly in Australia. So, you know, hats off to Gary Stead and Kane Williamson and, and the crew, and they looked to be on top of their game. But then again, we saw, you know, that little blip against uh, the top in the top order the other day where they struggled a little bit but then got away but tonight should be fantastic and England have everything to play for don't they uh, you know yeah, if they don't win tonight then I think you have to say they're out of the tournament so it's uh, it's, it's wonderful great fun yeah oh it, it's exceptionally good I think it's a it's a tough spot for England to be in but that Australia match, yes, of course, I think it's it's been talked about a lot, but but we can keep talking about it because it's been 11 years since we've won a white ball game in Australia. Yeah. So so let's talk about it some more. How important was that game to the Black Caps' chances and how important just to get rid of that hoodoo going into a World Cup? Yeah, look, I think, I mean, I just think the psychology of it was extraordinary. So, and, you know, for them to, to be able to go out there and it's not it's not like it was close, Frankie. They just destroyed Australia. You know, they went out there with the bat, got 200 and then rolled them for 111. Um, and so, you, you, you know, they would have loved to have played against Afghanistan in the next game and uh, didn't manage to do so. But in Sri Lanka, they were up again. They lost those uh, early three wickets. And if Phillips, you know, cricket, as you know, there are these moments that can happen, aren't there? And sometimes you get the break. And in that game, they could have been 29 for four when Phillips was dropped. It was an absolute sitter on the uh, long off boundary and should have been taken. And wasn't, and from there we know what happened. Um, you know, they, they they were extraordinary. But yes, the Australian game and and that opportunity to get out there and get in front, I think, has given them a huge opportunity. And it would have been for Australia and England. I think that it would have been pretty devastating result because I think before the tournament you'd probably have picked those two sides to go through. And as soon as uh, New Zealand beat Australia then it looked like one of them is going to miss out. And I suspect, you know, I, I don't know how it'll go tonight, but I suspect it might be England who misses out. Oh, we love to hear that, that's for sure. Look, I, I think <laughs> I've been really, I've actually been really impressed with the Black Caps. I think we watched them play here in the, the Tri-Series, and there were a few 
questions that still needed to be answered around how this black cap side was going to go and, and what exactly was going to be their method of play because they weren't firing on, on all cylinders here. The fielding was probably one of the things we talked about the most and then we've had Glenn Phillips not only scoring hundreds but taking absolute screamers over there as well. So yep. it seems like everything's kind of kind of on track now and with Daryl Mitchell coming back into the middle of the, into the order... Do you think that's our best 11, what we've seen in that last game? Yeah, I do. do you think that's no, no. the 11 Look, we'll, we'll stick with? Yes, yes I do. Um, I, I think it is the best 11. And you're quite right when you say that, um, you know, that, that, that Pakistan-Bangladesh tri-series, I don't think New Zealand would have been too worried about that. I think they were experimenting a little bit. Um, you obviously wanted to see them do well. And interestingly, Frankie, you know, the side that won that, Pakistan, uh, are looking to be out of the tournament. You know, on the yeah. other pool... You've got um, India performing okay. And for me, I think the sleeping giant of the tournament is South Africa, and we can talk about them, no doubt. But, yeah, no, I think New Zealand have got the right team. If you look at it, um, there was a lovely article in Crick Info the other day talking about Bolt and Saudi and how they won't be around, you know, forever, and we should enjoy them while we've got them. And it's so true. They are absolutely terrific. And then, you know, if if you then look at, at, um, at Ferguson coming in with his pace, Fatner, I think, is, is an absolutely top-class white ball cricketer. And then, you know, you've got the rest of the, the overs being made up by a few bowlers. So I think balance-wise, it's good. Top of the order uh, looks strong. You know, I do worry a little bit. There's a lot of pressure on, on Alan, um, or Finn Allen, as everyone calls him. Uh, but Alan Conway, uh, you know, Finn Allen, it's like he's got a hyphenated name. You listen to it, it'll annoy you now, Frankie, because every commentator calls him Finn Allen. And... Um, but he's Alan. <laughs> but he it, it will be. A, you know, I'm really interested to see how he responds with a lot of pressure on him. He looked out of sorts against Sri Lanka, and I think you'll see. Uh, maybe not England. We'll see. But when they, you know, if we get a game against uh, India, for example, I think they'll start with the spinners against the New Zealand top order. And I didn't think we looked good against them. And as I said, uh, that's uh, that's the thing that just sits in the back of my mind. A lot of pressure on him, but so far, uh, so good. Conway has been very good. His innings against Australia was sublime. Williamson, yet, yet to go, really, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Every, you know, He's such a classy player, and he, he's hung around a bit in that game against Australia. Got 23 off 23 balls, and you know did a reasonable job when other players are getting runs. So... Yeah, I, I think the team's looking good. I like Nisham. You know, I think he's a good good finisher. Um, mm. It just feels like, you know, without getting too carried away, um, I, you know, I think it's as good a side as we can put out there at the moment, and so far, so good. Okay, and you mentioned, I, I, I do it all the time as well, and I hear people say it all the time, Finn Allen. It's almost, it is, like you said, it's one word. It's, it just rolls off the tongue so nicely, uh, Finn Allen. It's, it's the, nice. I'm a pain in the backside. I'm a real, I, you know, these are the things that once you start to, you know, it's like when someone is making a speech and they start going, um, um, you know, and, you, and all you hear is the ums. And, you know, for me now, I, I can't, I, I don't understand it. I can't get it, but it's a, it's a phenomenon that's driving me nuts, Finn Allen. Finn Allen. It Hyphenated. is, Finn Allen. Well, I actually got challenged the other day. Someone said, no one else in world cricket gets it, but I've actually found a cricketer who does get the, the first name, last name. Lytton Das from Bangladesh well, always gets it as well. true. Have, sorry, Frankie, I didn't realise. Is someone else being driven nuts by this as well as me? It's, it's a lot of people. A lot of people have mentioned it. I've even had people coming up to me at work it. saying... What is it about Finallan? Finallan, why is it Finallan? Are we going to get his middle name next time as well? And I said, no, no, it's just, it sounds, it just rolls off the tongue nicely. Alan just oh. doesn't quite sit as nicely, but well, maybe we need to pass relief. that on. And... It's, it, 
such a relief for me not to be the only person. I usually <laughs> am. So, uh, Nikki Allen, a famous uh, All Black First Five or a very fine All Black First Five who died tragically young, uh, you know, when he was running at First Five with a ball, jinking and diving. He, he wasn't Nikki Allen, he was Allen. Well, there you go. Maybe it's just that something special about Finn up the top of the order. He gets both names. But it is an intriguing one because I actually think he is exceptionally dominant against pace bowling, which which is obviously a handy thing to have up top. Perhaps the little weakness is actually against the spinners. Do you think, England, they might just roll the dice and say, Mo and Ali, here you go, here's the ball, first over of the game, good luck. Because if it goes well, you get ahead. If it goes badly... Oh, yeah. you're well behind. Yeah, sorry, Frankie, I was talking over you. They'd be silly not to. Um, I, I think it's exactly what they should do. They should start with spin at one end at least. Uh, Ellen loves the ball coming on, so does Conway. I think Conway's a better player of spin, but again, you know, he looked out of sorts. And Sri Lanka have got a couple of top-class spinners, you know, interestingly, because they're not really a top-class side, but they've got a couple of top-class spinners in their um, in, in their team. And, and you know, I just thought it was very interesting to see how New Zealand struggled against them. So that, 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 that that's an area to watch. But I'm sure, you know, Alan will have done, been away and done his homework. But you know, it's quite hard to uh, to suddenly become a good player of spin bowling at the top of the order. You haven't got much time to get in. And, you know, it, it's quite an instinctive and intuitive thing. So that's that's the thing. And sometimes, as you know, Frankie, as a player uh, who's batted at the top order a lot, sometimes if you get that first shot away, the first one you go for uh, against the spin bowl at the top of the order, things can change and your feet start to move and everything feels better. So it, it's a matter of, of him trying to, you know, hoping that we can get him through that phase and seeing if he can get a start. Yeah, absolutely. It's just that same, trying to have that same clear mind that he does when he faces the pace bowlers because... If he hits it, it stays hit. He'll clear any boundary going round, so he doesn't need to worry about that. I mean, I have to worry about that, but Mr. Allen certainly does not. So it is, it's just about getting through that first one, whereas if it's a couple of dots to start, grip the bat a bit tighter, lose your shape, all of a sudden you're in a bit of trouble. But I've been really impressed, actually, by by a lot of the spinners, and some of the spinners across the associate teams as well, and it's it's been a fascinating World Cup for that. There's been upsets galore. Um, have you been surprised by how competitive some of these sides have been, and, and is it actually a bit of a sign now that some of the big teams around the world need to make a bit more of an effort to go and play some of these sides? Well, I suppose I haven't been... I, I, I guess not completely surprised, simply because... You know, New Zealand had that tour to Ireland, and Ireland at times were quite competitive against them. Um, we didn't see much, obviously, from Scotland or the Netherlands. But I think 20, the 2020 format is the format where some of the associate nations and so on will, you know, they probably they have a better chance, if you like. Test cricket over five days where technique and, and, and you know, ability is far more exposed, and 50 over cricket, I think, to a lesser extent. So I think uh, the, the 20 over stuff is the stuff that really does give them a chance. And if you have for a young batter who gets away, uh, someone who picks up a couple of wickets early, I, I've been absolutely thrilled. You know, I mean, who, who would have thought that Ireland would beat England, for mm. starters, that the West Indies would be beaten and out of the tournament, uh, that Sri Lanka would be beaten by a minnow in, in the build-up and the, in the pre-qualifying round. So... Yeah, it, it is good. Uh, I, I think the form, format of the game lends itself to the uh, to the smaller nations. But, you know, you are seeing um, the skill levels, I think, are improving a lot. And when you watch uh, the Afghani spinners, for example, 
there are some very, very good players playing, and I can only see it getting stronger and stronger. It's very good for the game uh, to see upsets occurring. It, you know, it, it, it adds to the interest. And when we watch, for example, you know, the wonderful, love watching the Women's World Cup rugby, fantastic. But it feels like there are two or three sides in it. You know, it's a little bit like netball. Here, you know, I feel like any of the top six could have won, but at the moment it's starting to, to shape itself up. And I hope, I wonder if you've been as impressed as I have been with South Africa. They've got some terrific mm. hitting power and some wonderful bowling, and they came in just under the radar, but boy, have they made a mark. Yeah, they've been they've been fascinating. I think, uh, you know, you always get asked who's your top four, and I think people tossed up in, in pool two, group two, India came through as the favourites they were going through. Then it was a real, is it Pakistan, is it South Africa? Maybe perhaps here in New yeah. Zealand we haven't seen a lot of South Africa play recently, so maybe that was the slight bias towards Pakistan. But, I mean, aside from the captain's struggles with the bat for South Africa, everything else has been just brilliant. They've been so exciting to watch. I, I think they're probably up there as, as team of the tournament so far for mine. Yeah, I think so. And I watched, um, I don't know if you saw... But the Vitality Blast, the English Limited Over competition, was on on Spark mm. Sports. And I was just quite enjoying the, you know, the 10, 15-minute highlight packages. And, you know, Rousseau, Riley Rousseau was playing in there. And I hadn't seen a lot of him. I mean, he's a, he's a terrific player. And the cock at the top of the order. And then they've got Miller. You know, they've got some great, great power. But the bowling also is just terrific. And we saw Ndidi in, in great form against India the other day. They're, they're pretty imposing. They're a good fielding side. One of, one of the things that we've seen when we, when we talk about the smaller teams at times, some of them have been very good in the field, Frankie. Some of them have been pretty poor. Mm-hmm. And so you know, there, 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 is, there does seem to be that sort of golf. And, and if you're going to win games at the top level, you, you can't afford to, um, to drop catches, obviously, and your ground fielding's got to be absolutely excellent. And I think that's the one area of the game where it seems it, it to be pretty varied to me. Yeah, I, I I would definitely agree. There's been some absolute howlers go down, unfortunately. Now let's talk about England, the side that the Black Caps are taking on tonight. Their top four, they have looked pretty shaky for mine. There hasn't been a lot of runs coming from that top order. Our seamers have been incredible. Do you think that's where this game's going to get won and lost tonight? Is it going to be the first six overs? Who can take the most wickets up top? Well, it, you know, I think it's... Where a team loses confidence, I mean, England have often scored a lot of their runs down the order a little, but I, you know, where a team, as you say, like them and their top four have not scored a lot of runs, they are under pressure. And I don't, you know, there is no better bowling combination. And in fact, you start, I think, at the top and say Bolt is number one of, of your, uh, of those two bowlers, Saudi number two. They are a terrific pair. They're absolutely fantastic. And they will put these England batsmen under a lot of pressure early on. So, I think that your um, your analysis is, is right. If the England top four succeed, then I think England have a high chance of succeeding. Uh, but a lot of question marks, and they and they will be asked a lot of questions by Bolt in particular and, and by Salvi. And you know, it's a it's, it's a hard game when you are under pressure. And also for these guys, you know, for the England team, really, it's make or break. Uh, Frankie, it, it could see them unbelievably, really, out of the tournament tonight if, if they don't win this game, and they'll know that. So, uh, but but having said that, in that top four, there's an awful, there's a lot of experience, and cometh the hour, cometh the man. So, um, you know, the, the, that's what these tournaments are all about. If they're good enough to, to to get through to the semis, they've got to turn up tonight, and they've got to negotiate that that period with um, 
with Southey and Bolt, but it's not just negotiating it. They have to score runs during that period as well, Frankie. They can't, you know, a lot of teams seem to me to be, and that's where I think the difference was with New Zealand against Australia is we saw Conway uh, and Allen using their feet towards Stark, uh, Cummins, you know, Hazelwood. The, The Australians didn't like it. They didn't know what to do with it. Whereas a lot of players, to me, seem to be crease-bound against Bolt and Salvi. And so have, have the English players got the courage to come down the pitch to try and hit them off their length? And I think with a player like Bolt, you've almost got to. Because if you stand still in the crease, uh, you know, he gets that lovely late movement that seems to cause so many problems for them. So, yep, it's, it's a, you know, it seems slightly counterintuitive. But I think if England wants to win the game, they have to be very aggressive at the top. Yeah, well, I I maybe look at it perhaps a little glass half empty. I mean, maybe it's because I've been a long time suffering Black Caps fan, perhaps. But I look at it and you look at Butler, Stokes, Hales, they all haven't fired a shot yet. Hales is the only one with a strike rate of over 100 in the top four. So that's got to be a massive concern for England. But that almost gives me a little bit of concern as well that... Those guys are too good to just continue missing out. They've got to get a score at, st- at some stage, and I just really yeah. hope it's not against us is really what I'm hoping for. But what are you hoping to see tonight, Garth? What's your prediction? What do you need to see from this Black Cap side? Well, I, I just think we've got to see business as usual. I, you know, I, 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 I came into this tournament thinking that New Zealand would struggle, obviously, against England and Australia. Also, that they could possibly have, you know, what we talk about the old banana skin against another team. Um I, you know, I was not convinced by them. And so I'm the first to say that I'm absolutely delighted by, by what I've seen. I mean, I, I think what you'll see, you won't see Alan changing. He's going to play in exactly the same way as he always said, does. You know, he, he was the catalyst for that game against Australia. Came in and half his scoring shots. I, what did he get? 42 off 16, I think, from memory. And half of those scoring shots, eight of them were boundaries. So... He's going to keep doing that. Conway's going to be slightly less aggressive, I think, but the glue, uh, Williamson will pace himself according to whatever is going on in the game. And, and Phillips will just do what Phillips does. He, he, he's just going to get out there, you know, and, and um, I don't think anyone's going to tell him how to play. He'll work it out for himself. So uh, I guess it depends on who wins the toss. I think if New Zealand win the toss, you'll see exactly the same approach. It'll be aggressive. But I, the, the, the key for me is if they do open with Ali, um, you know, how, how, how are the team going to have to play them? That might be the key for New Zealand. Uh, when England open and, and bat, I think uh, Bolt and Salvi hold the key. And even if England can negotiate that uh, for, say, you know, five runs and over, that might not be enough. Uh, I think you, you, you're, going to, you're going to have to see England, if they want this game, they have to be aggressive against those two bowlers. Ah, well, there you go. There you have it. That's that's the word from Garth Galloway. Garth, thanks so much for your time talking all things Black Caps, all things World Cup. Hopefully we've done our job correctly and we've seen all the good vibes Black Caps way and we'll be talking about a third win for them and easily into the semifinals. Thanks, Frankie. I think there's every chance. And uh, and have a, have a lovely evening. Enjoy the game and, and best wishes to all of your listeners. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Garth.